Hi, I'm Christina, the CEO at Scopio, the largest library of authentic photos. You can find us on Instagram at Scopio Images, and this is a series bringing the most talented photographers around the world to give us tips, ideas, and tell us about current events they really care about. We know you will find actionable, real steps to build your career and ideas. Hope you enjoy. Hi, hey, Dom. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Where are you calling from? I am in Florida. Where are you from? Nice. I'm in LA. LA. So I was born in Florida and I've been in Florida ever since, um, specifically from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, and I got into photography like four or five years ago. Um, it's always been a thing that I was interested in, but never really took it seriously. Mm. Um, and I just picked up a camera one day and because my mom had a DSLR so I started practicing like that and from there um, I got a little more into it and started learning different techniques and mm. seeing the different different niches that I could go into um, but yeah photography is definitely something that I want to I still think I have so much to like improve in and learn from so many different people. But I think that I'm going to move a little bit in the niche that I've been focusing on for the most part. I've been doing um, portrait and um, a little bit of fashion photography, but um, I think I'm gonna move a little bit into more um, street photography because I kind of like the non-pose, non kind of candid type photography. Mm. Um, and then a little bit of travel and of course still portrait, but. Nice. And what do you, is this your full-time job or is this your side gig? This is side. Um, my main thing is I'm actually a pre-medical student. So first thing oh, wow. that comes first is, um, school of course, but, um, so yeah, I'm trying to become a physician and. You are becoming a physician. I am. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Cause our words are powerful. Yes, I am. Um, becoming a physician and uh, so photography has been since I started college that's when I really was able to pick up different um, different people that I could shoot with my friends um, strangers and it's been really been a way for me to connect with people because I am a little bit of shy or sometimes get a little social anxiety when I'm around big groups of people so photography has definitely made me step out of my comfort zone but does it make you feel like you're kind of hiding behind the lens so you actually um, no. feel like more comfortable? No, not necessarily. Um, because I think photography is still like any any type of job that involves like customer interaction, customer service. So you still get to, you know, interact with people, talk to them. Um, I'm not necessarily like, or do you mean like scared to be in front of the camera? Like a lot of people like to be behind the camera because they feel like, not like safer, but you're like not in the shot, you know? Yeah. Um, no. Well, I, the reason, the another thing is like, I really do like taking pictures, not of just people, but I like to take pictures myself. So I think it kind of mashes together a little bit, but um, not as, I'm not, no, I don't think I'm camera shy. I just think like when it comes to like me being shy, it's more like public speaking or anything like that. It's type of shy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, what is like, what's a goal that you would have for yourself? Like, as you say, you become like this killer doctor in, in the future. How is, where do you see like photography playing into that? Um, they're obviously like two very different paths. Right. Yes. 
Um, I do want to try to do more um, travel and like I said, kind of street photography. So I do want to do like, you know, medical mission trips and maybe um, try to incorporate photography to show people's like culture and culture across the world. So um, I plan and hopefully do a lot of traveling in my lifetime. So I definitely want to capture, you know, um, just, you know, the different faces, the different actions. Like I said, I don't really want to do the pose too much that much anymore. I want to, yeah. you know, catch people in their natural light and their element. So hopefully um, that I can still place the two together. Um, and then like medical mission trips, um, like seeing people in disparity and um, and really being able to cap- capture that in light and tell people's story, you know, with with just a an image but there's so much more behind that photo yeah definitely and you know like also in your career probably too you're going to need so many doctors have moved into having to be like social be posting on social media educating their um patient base and so it's a really good skill for that in that regard because um that's who people want like i want to like for example like i would be say i you know, I really want to go to a female doctor. How am I going to find a female doctor that's like younger, that um, that I feel comfortable with? And so they're obviously going to go on social media and check that out right. first, which exactly. is a, such a big change. Like, you know, yeah, social media has definitely um, became become a highlight in our lives, an everyday tool yeah. almost, um, an everyday thing for a lot of people. So yeah, I see a lot of different industries moving more towards online, especially with mm-hmm. everything that's been going on. I've seen even a lot of doctors doing like the telehealth. I don't know if you know what that is. Basically just virtual, yeah, yeah virtual appointments, stuff like that. So, um, and being so, able to, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, so I'm, so I know you're like, like dabbling a little bit in the content. So you like set up a YouTube channel and yes. you have your photography page. Like, what do you feel like are the obstacles for you to like get to the next step? Um, I feel like I need to organize each sector of my life basically but I still want to be able to incorporate a little bit of both um with my with my YouTube channel I do hope to get better at videography as well and like editing and post-processing and everything um of course learning that with photography I I know a little bit more than I guess the usual person would know um but um definitely getting better at that so that I can start sharing the information that I have and the knowledge that I have with other people to help as many as many people as possible um and then of course I also want to try to um, reach out to more brands when it comes to photography um black businesses that I feel like are not getting you know enough light or enough um content or whatever and see if I can try to help them there as well um but definitely still want to incorporate photography on my YouTube as well, doing um, BTS shoots and videos, um, and hopefully being able to show people what what happens at a photo shoot or what what the photography does, if there's like a stylist, what the stylist does. So, you know, people can get to see that, see that side a little bit more rather than just the, you know, the finished product. Yeah. Um, well, that obviously just takes posting content, trying things yes. out. Yes. Um, I have to get better at that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, so, I, we, so in Scopia, we talk a lot about like representation and photography. 
And uh, like our mission is to change every photo on the internet to be more representative and diverse. Um, where do you feel like um, that, like everything can improve? Like what would you like to see happen in a few years when it comes to imagery and what you're seeing? Um, I, I think definitely more inclusivity and diversity when it comes to culture comes to race color um a lot of like big brands nest don't necessarily typically don't have um even like uh, minority models in any of their campaigns or any of their branding or anything like that so when you walk into like major stores you won't really see models that are black brown or hispanic asian um so a lot more how does that make you feel like how do you what how do you notice it? Because a lot of people feel like, oh, like, I don't notice it. What does it feel like to notice that? Uh, it definitely feels like there's a, there's a disconnect with the brand. You typically, you'll see a brand that if they don't include that, that means that they're, to me, it feels like their marketing isn't towards me. It's not coming. It's, you're, you're not trying to um, have me as one of your consumers, one of your customers. Because if you were, you would want people that look like me and me to be able to view my, like, try to imagine or view myself in whatever you have to offer. So I think that definitely um, it creates a disconnect between other groups and the brand. And then um, it just further, like, highlights the fact that there's a lot more that we need to work on as a country, as a culture, as a whole when it comes to making sure that everybody is um, included and everybody feels like they belong or they matter. Mm. And do you feel the same way studying medicine? I'm sure that there's not that many. Uh, uh, in that. Yeah. 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 Um, in a lot of the major, like, you know, best schools, at least in the United States, um, there's not a lot of minorities there's typically when they some I went to Florida State University um this of course not medicine but a major university in Florida and they pride themselves on being one of the most diverse in Florida but their diversity is eight percent which compared to their whole student body that's not a lot of people but they're considered one of like the top so you're you see a lot of that when it comes to medicine as well you're not going to see a lot of um, black and brown um, people or minorities in general in those mm. programs typically yeah. because there is also that disconnect there's certain disadvantages certain advantages that are there but um, it's also seen when it comes to like the type of care mm. that certain people get versus the care that other others do get or well, well there's an, like an opportunity too for you to actually um photograph some of your friends like if for those university websites they're suffering with like enrollment and trying to target also but they don't have the rights to use people's photos so if you get the rights and everyone says like it's okay you can use me i use my picture then you can also volunteer and be like you know what i see like these, this amazing student she's like such a killer like this should be the person that you're showcasing on your website and you could actually do a photo shoot and just send it to them and say mm -hmm. hey by the way i took a liberty and i did this if you're considering uh making your site more inclusive like you should 
I'd be happy to do more. And I bet you they'd pay you for it too. Wow. Okay. I've never, I didn't even know that was a, I didn't even know. It's such a hard thing for them to ask for the permissions of people. So if you already say like, I already have people I'm going to photograph and they already said, okay, then that's like such a big deal for them. And um, you could always say like, do you have a budget for content for your website? Um, You know, I'm a photographer. I'd love to take photos of me, my, me and other people, because I noticed on your website that, and all your, your materials that um, you're not like accounting for this change. And I know that that 8% is important for you to grow it. Um, So I'd like love to help you out with that. That is a great idea. And I think a lot of people can do that in their communities that they're Mm -hmm. part like a part of, instead of like, noticing that you can always actually proactively go and try to like change that perspective um there's actually a question here for you we have one from um from jermaine who i think is in who is in germany and he's a photographer and he's asking do you think it could be perceived rude if i ask a person of color to model because of the way they look um, no, I think it's, of course, the everything comes in the way you approach and how you say it. So for example, um, Jermaine, you can be like, hey, I think your look is so unique. Would you mind me photographer, like taking your pictures? Would you mind me taking a couple shots of you? Or would you be interested in a, sorry, the dogs are barking, um, interested in a, um, a photo shoot, anything like that? Um, it's just, I think it's the same way if you went to anyone and asked, hey, I think this would be a really dope shot. Do you mind if I take this really quickly? And um, don't be afraid, you know, because people, some people say yes, some people say no, you know, yeah. it's just about if they're comfortable. No matter what your race is. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, just, just be confident in you and your work. And I think it will, you'll probably, it will probably come out really well at the end of it. So. Yeah, but you, it's just like you wouldn't probably say, like, I want to photograph you because I, like, really need a black model or something. You wouldn't say that, right? Not, no, not, <laughs> I don't think, I think, like, that certain people will definitely be like, Or, like, um, a Hispanic one or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. could be like, oh, you know, for my portfolio, I don't really have a lot of black models. Would you mind me taking your picture? And um, you, yeah, so make it more like a like an invitation rather than like a like you're trying to meet some type of like I guess quota or some something like that so more like I don't have black models I don't have Hispanic models do you mind modeling for me or you could just say your look is unique or yeah you look really like awesome I think that you'd look good good like you don't even have to mention the race right exactly I I wouldn't yeah, you don't. You could, yeah, like I said, just say, yo, your your look looks super cool. Like you're dope, your style, your outfit. Do you mind modeling for me really quickly or doing a photo shoot with me? I'd love to connect with you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we have that problem in women in business right now. We're try- we're doing a campaign on women in business, women in technology, and uh, we're looking for even like simple things like pictures of people typing at their keyboard like you'll never see different color like you know a different color on this skin color so it's just like 
there's a lot of subtle things that is just like um, really difficult changes that I think everyone should try and work towards and just notice like these things. Um, it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny what uh, simplicity like goes a long way, but it just is always like the dynamic between asking the model and like who you're, how you're doing that is, um, is like the dance and for people that are shy is probably like the hardest part. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it like I told you, I'm very much shy, but you know, sometimes it's just like, okay. like you make it. that it's sounds just... more explain. Yeah. Are you reading comments? I'm like, I don't. Yeah. Speak. Okay. <laughs> Your brother's like, saying that sounds a lot more exploitive than saying, I think you look unique and beautiful. I'd love to take some photos. Yeah, I, th I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, like I said, just hone in on that confidence because, you know, the worst thing they can tell you is no or like, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to do that, you know, so. Yeah, I, I mean, but you never know is always just like, uh, maybe later kind of thing. Right. And you never know that no might be opening the doors for even a, a better opportunity. So don't take it as too, don't take it to heart too hard. Just take it as okay, you know, they just didn't want to do it. Maybe somebody else will. Yeah. Do you so for you? How do you find people to work with? Um, I look for people typically if I follow somebody on Instagram or if I see somebody that I like something just about them just screams like you need to be taking pictures like why aren't you taking pictures or um, sometimes I do work with brand I've worked with a couple brands before for branding um, and then even just people I know because there are people you know are always open to taking pictures so um that's that's the main thing um and also for when it comes to like a branding shoot I look for brands that I'll go on their page and maybe they don't have a lot of like professional photography of their their product or um mm. their merchandise and then um of course also when you're looking for models it's great to use like hashtags like model search in your area or models of whatever city you're in that's great because a lot of people can find your posts like that um, and then just reaching out to other models or people that are, do model currently, they have model friends and other photographers know people. So and those really are, that's mainly you do that on Instagram. Do you, do you go through any Facebook groups or anything? Um, no, I typically don't use Facebook, but I know Facebook is huge for business. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I haven't, I don't really use Facebook that much for um, networking. Yeah, it's the it's changing, I guess. But there's used to be a lot of like model groups and city groups and things like places, location scout groups. I definitely will check into that though because that's probably a great place. Because I know there's people in those groups. There's like thousands of people in Facebook groups, so there's probably a lot of um, a lot of opportunity there. Yeah, um, great. Well, thank you so much, Dom, for coming on. I wish you the best in your studies. Thank you. <laughs> what kind of doctor do you want to be? Uh, still trying to figure that out. I don't 100% know yet, but um, I know that I want to try to incorporate uh, some holistic health. So, you know, like mm -hmm. overall looking at the person rather than just their symptoms, I'm trying to look at the whole person and more yeah. on an individual standpoint. So, yeah.
I'll figure all that out along the line. But yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I I met this doctor once, or like it was her mom was telling me she had finished her like medicine and her residency and everything, and then she moved to China to study holistic medicine. And so then I don't know if she she when she came back, but now she like knows all the like that stuff and all the Western medicine, which is like yeah. so interesting. Yeah. So she's very knowledgeable and all of that. Then yeah. I didn't ask you, what do you do? Like, what's about your, like, your background? Well, I'm running Scopio every day of my life. Okay. <laughs> um, so now we have 13,000 photographers in 150 countries. Okay. I started this company seven years ago. At the time, I was pulling images about the Arab Spring protests and uh, Black Lives Matter and the Venezuela protests. And I was like, these are stuck on Twitter. How do I get them? so people can use them and know where they're coming from. So right. I started to work on that. When I was a master's student, I went to Columbia and I was studying technology policy at the time, like how governments kind of fight with people online. And uh, I thought it was really interesting. And yeah, and then I fell in love with like the image sharing aspect of it. So I started that idea by just cleaning out the mess of social media, like all the gifts and everything and identifying where these photos are from. Then we started to distribute it into places like Thompson Reuters. And I met my business partner, who's like the design and product person who actually got Forbes 30 under 30 this year. Nice. And uh, yeah, and it was just a surprise. So that was really cool. And now we have a team of 14 people. And, you know, we've been featured like in CNN, Business Insider, Yahoo Finance. And we have people like the American Medical Association uses us for photos. So if you actually have photos of yourself studying, I'm sure they would love to use that. Okay. But they use us, <laughs> Kaiser uses us, and then we have um, like thousands of small businesses, like a kid's a toothbrush company signed up today. And uh, we have everything all the way up to Instagram and Facebook, so. That is awesome, yes. Yeah. I love that. Yep, so uh, again, the goal is to change the representation of imagery and have access to content wherever you are like think about it if instagram shuts down tomorrow what happens to all those photos right you now do they just disappear they're still somewhere in this cloud yeah well they're i mean either that or they're stuck on everyone's phones you know at least with us you, they can make their way other places like we have national geographic it can be in ends up in a kid's book right. um, we're Imagine. publishing a book best of 2020 now a coffee table book you can submit to that still. I think we have a few days left for anyone that's listening. Mm -hmm. um, documentaries, museums, like at least they get out there, you know, so, into the ether. Right. <laughs> so they're not just not shared. Yes, yeah. that is beautiful. Yes, I love that. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, more to come. So we're just getting warmed up. We have about 350,000 images now and we'll be growing to 5 million and People are getting paid now all over the world. Some are making hundreds of dollars to thousands of dollars a month. So we hope like as these artists get paid more opportunities, more leverage, they can really build their careers. And it doesn't have to be like a location thing. Like if you're in New York or LA, then you get these opportunities um, and everyone else kind of gets thrown in the back. Uh, so we're trying to flatten that out. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> well, it was nice meeting you. You as well. Have a good rest of your night. Thank you. Bye. You too. Bye-bye.
I'm Christina, the CEO at Scopio. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Scopio Images. Head over to scopioscop.io for access to the world's largest library of authentic images. Scope them out. And if you're a photographer, don't forget to sign up to get the world to use your diverse images. Thanks and see you next week.